Hi everybody, welcome to episode 2 of Kale's Weekly Rant. Um, yeah, I know, uh, I know my, I know my, I've seen my mistakes from the last episode, so we're gonna try and fix things here. Um, I think I've been smart enough now to record before my basketball game night. Things are gonna happen on Tuesdays, that's the way it is, that's the day it's gonna work best for me. And uh, it just seems like a good time of the week to do it, but basketball might get in the way a little bit, so... I'm going to try and get things done uh, beforehand, before the game. Um, today, today's show, I want to start with uh, Pop-Tarts. Those little, uh, those little breakfast treats that, uh, you know, the crust kind of tastes like cardboard at times. Does anybody ever enjoy eating a Pop-Tart? I mean, they're just there. We, we keep them around. We eat them when there's nothing else, but I don't think they ever enjoy it. The filling... Is so thin, there's nothing there. I don't even think it tastes like fruit. But, um, but they hang around in our cupboards and pantries and as a last resort. Or sometimes, I don't know, does anybody ever, I mean, who in their right mind chooses to eat a Pop Tart when they have pancakes or something else readily available and they have time to get things done? But yet, Pop Tarts outsell, dominate, I mean, completely just bend over and rape. Uh, toaster strudels when it comes to sales. And I love toaster strudels. They're amazing. But Pop-Tarts outsell them. So anyway, on to some uh, real, some real interesting talk and what everybody wants to hear. The Pittsburgh Steelers won uh, AFC, uh, the AFC champions. Let's get a little round of applause in there for them. This game, and I, I mean, go ahead. Go back and listen to the last episode of the podcast when I said, you know, how this game is going to play out. I believe I said Pittsburgh was going to get the early league. It would be close afterwards, but that early league would withstand. We'd be able to, our defense would be able to outlast. And Joe Flacco wasn't going to be able to come through in the end of the game to, uh, you know, to win it for Pittsburgh. And what happened? Pittsburgh goes up 13 nothing. Baltimore brings it back close, 16-14. It comes down. The only game's getting nowhere. Then he points quick in the fourth quarter. Joe Flacco has to win the game. He throws an interception with Joey Polamalu, who returns it for a touchdown. Game over. That sounds pretty. That sounds almost exactly like my prediction. So I'll go ahead and take some credit for that. Now, maybe I can keep my my hot streak going. My hot streak strong. Uh, let's go ahead and take a run at predicting what's going to happen in the Super Bowl. You know, maybe I have a way, you know, what I say actually happens. You know, I, I, maybe I'm, I'm the deciding factor in these games. I hope so. Because I see another Pittsburgh win at 24-21 Pittsburgh uh, in, a, in a good game. Um, Kurt Warner has yet to see a really aggressive defense. I mean, Atlanta doesn't have anything there. Um, Carolina, I mean... The front line is good in Carolina, but they're not super. Pittsburgh's front seven is going to do things that Kurt Warner hasn't seen in the AFC, in the NFC. AFC teams understand what Pittsburgh does. They see it. Kurt Warner has not played against the Pittsburgh Steelers in a long time. So he has yet to see the Dick LeBeau, what he can do, and calling a plays from the defense and what James Harrison is going to do them. Kurt Warner is going to be on his back a lot that come February 1st. Um, that being said, Larry Fitzgerald is still a beast. And he's good at, he's good at um, turning on the hot route 
when he knows there's pressure and adjusting to what the quarterback needs. So he's going to be able to pull a lot of scores in for, uh, I mean, a lot of uh, quick third down conversions and things like that or short plays and get yards after the catch for Warner when he really needs them. Now on the other side of the football, we see um, Arizona's defense, there's nothing there. They haven't, and look at the offenses they face. The best was a running attack at Carolina, which their their defensive line uh, came up and did a good job of doing that, and Jake DeLone was awful. So, I mean, Arizona's defense, even though they've looked good against teams like Carolina, I mean, they barely held on against Atlanta. They gave up a buttload of points in the third to Philadelphia. And uh, the offense had to come back and bail him out. But, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger is going to be able to have time. And it's when he's at his best, when he doesn't have to move, and he can sit back and throw the football. And if he gets out of the pocket, he's still dominant outside on the move. So, I mean, he's going to be able to sit back there and just pick the defense apart. And Willie Park is going to have a phenomenal day. Absolutely amazing. I think he'll have, I think he'll have two touchdowns. Uh, Roethlisberger throws for another one, and we have the lead field goal to make it that 24-21 game. And now it's a little bit of regret about this weekend. Uh, Philadelphia didn't win the game. And I, I, I hope they would. I wanted to see a Pennsylvania Super Bowl. Remember I said last week about how the state would go crazy if Philadelphia were to win a game, but, you know, they couldn't pull it out. And that was only the second game I've called wrong. This postseason, I'm 8-2 right now. Both of those two losses were the last two Arizona wins. So that gives me a little bit of extra angst for this game with Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, I really want... Arizona, they've, they've screwed up my perfect postseason. I mean, this, these things are almost impossible to do. It's really hard to get where I am right now as far as with this record. You know, I'm, I'm having a good call. You know, I've been looking at the games real well, seeing you know what I thought was happening. I've been pretty accurate. And uh, Arizona goes and messes that all up. So because of that, you know, I I don't want them to do well. I mean, not only because I'm a Steelers fan, I want to see my Steelers make history and win six Super Bowls, but I have I have a little bit of hatred towards Arizona right now. Among other things I hate. Once again, we saw the inauguration with Barack Obama today. Um, I don't think he's done too much, and I mean, his speech today was mediocre at best. I mean, I like listening to the guy. He's a good speaker, but that doesn't qualify you to be president. What angered me about the inauguration today was the prayer from the from that reverend afterwards. And here is what I believe came out of his mouth. The brown will stick around, the yellow will be mellow, the red will get ahead, and the white man will learn what is right. I'm sorry. I believe the civil rights movement ended, you know, years ago. And I might get, people might come back at me for saying this. The civil rights movement ended years ago. Yes, there's still prejudice, but there's also a double standard that Afri- African Americans bring upon themselves. Um, I believe many people that are very yes, racism still exists in a very small percentage in a small part of the country. So for the most part, the white man has learned what is right and has been embracing it, and has been trying not to piss off the black man for a long time. So, uh, the Reverend, and, and in my mind, that, that holds no place. That, that doesn't belong in a prayer at a presidential inauguration. 
But away from the uh, Reverend, who really served no major point in the day, all the cameras were on. I, I, I'll say, I'll say it now. All the cameras were on President Obama. There it is. Came out of my mouth. Um, all the cameras were on him, and his speech. Again, I said it was mediocre. But he has this, two of his good qualities. I know I don't agree with his views, and unfortunately, not enough people see his views or understand what he wants to do, or else he wouldn't have been elected. But he does have a way of uniting people. It's hard to listen to him and not enjoy hearing him speak. He is an amazing speaker, and he, he captivates people, and this is why I think he won, won the election. But um, it, it's, I mean, he, he has a way of uniting people. Um, together in one goal, which was uh, the message of the uh, the Democratic Convention earlier this year, or last year, I guess it is now. He has a way of uniting people, and I think it's an important part that this country hasn't seen since shortly after uh, 9-11, 2001. All right, now let's move. For now, let's move away from politics right now. We'll go to something that's been dominating my the past couple of days of my life here, the past couple of weeks, video games, PC and console. I'm an Xbox 360 fanboy. Um, Halo 3 Gears 2. Uh, those are my big games. I loved Oblivion when it was out. You know, I play on Call of Duty 4. It was a huge game for me. But um, here's what I've been told this. I've been told uh, by many people, so I'm going to reach out here to the few listeners I have. And I do hope you spread a word about the show. In the next couple of weeks, you know, get more people listening. You know, I can get emails and responses and get a better idea of what people want me to talk about and just and uh, vent on it. But um, should so I'm gonna ask you right now: Should I buy Call of Duty Five? I've been told I need to, but I've heard that I played. I played. I was able to get my hands on a multiplayer beta when it was in development, and um, so I played a little bit. And it seems the multiplayer at least seems a lot like Call of Duty Four. Just in a World War Two setting, dressed up differently, things with different names, but it still played like a different game for the most part. It felt different. Um, but here's the one besides what I've seen and gone. Well, the only th- very few things that I've heard about it have all been around um, these this uh, Nazi zombie, mode, whatever it was. And uh, I mean, it sounds sounds kind of gimm- it almost it doesn't turn me away, but it sounds kind of gimmicky to me. But even though it's a gimmick, it still sounds badass. So I at least need to play this first before I buy it. Um, Rock Band 2 is obviously on my list to purchase here uh, in the next couple of days. But away from, now we go. That's been my console, my console life, uh, considering purchasing things. I recently bought NHL 09. Even if you're not a hockey fan, at least try hockey games. They are they're very, very fun. Of all the sports games, I think they're the easiest to to play. I mean, there's still an, an, an element of difficulty to it to play really well with your team. But as far as uh, just getting basic concepts of the game down, it's the easiest to understand, it's the easiest to do, and it's the easiest to execute. I mean, there's not, I mean, the controls are so simple. I mean, there's not much to it, and you can still do beautiful things on the ice with um, very little effort. Now, over the PC gaming, I recently, and I am using it right now to record, I recently got my, um, my new laptop for college. And um, in the process, I've been back to World of Warcraft. And yes, I have a level 70 character. Yes, that does classify me as a nerd. I'm okay with that title now. But, um, so I'm afraid 
Like, I'm asking for your help. I'm afraid the game is going to take over my life um, here next week. So if I see any signs, if I'm losing, if I'm losing the game, I did just lose the game, by the way. But if I'm losing the game more than usual, which is a lot for me. Remember, I was the first person in the world to lose it in 2009. I'll argue that forever. But if I'm losing the game more than usual, then um, that just remind me. You know, ask, ask about what's going on with WoW. You know, just trying, checking on me, make sure I'm not, you know, that's not becoming the center of my being. But even though the last couple of days, you know, I've been revolving around video games, you know, it, it's, a, it's, it's the worst time in the world to do it because it's midterms week at uh, school. And everybody knows the English midterm was killer. I managed an 81%, I thought it was way worse because I managed an 81% on that test, and somehow, coming into it with an 89%, got an A for the marking period. I think Mrs. Miller just thinks I deserve an A in general. She, I know she loves me more, th- more so than a lot of people, and I know she gave me 29 extra credit points. And I don't know, and my A was barely an A, it wasn't a good A, it was just a cross. She gave me 29 extra credit points, and I don't remember what I got extra credit for. I think the only thing I get for extra credit was going to the drama, which was amazing, everybody. I mean, I'm sure you've heard it, but I don't think I've ever told, you know, drama probably people who were there. It was really good, and I enjoyed it. Uh, more so, worth more than I got it had it not been worth extra credit. And I encourage all juniors and sophomores to, uh, to go to the drama productions and the musicals, both the good times and support your classmates. But anyway, away from the little tangent there. So, and today, I uh, had the uh, calculus and economics midterm, neither of which did I study for, both of which I feel I knocked out of the park. And um, I think everybody in, I think the whole midterms week is a whole lot of unnecessary stress. AP exam week deserves more stress than midterms week, but it doesn't get it. Um, the midterms, here's the good, we, get, we don't get extra time, it's a test for one period on everything you've learned thus far. Therefore, it can't be very detailed. It has to be very general. A lot of them are multiple choice, so you can eliminate stuff that's obviously wrong. And um, you can fare pretty well just BSing your way through it. And that's the model I've taken, you know, the last couple of years with midterms and finals. And I've gotten A's for the most part, A's and B's, and kept good grades, you know, on these tests and for the marking period for the year, as, as is the case with final exams. So... Here's the deal. I encourage you to study minimal amounts and just relax. A calm attitude will get you farther in a midterm or a final than that extra 10 minutes of cramming. And I believe that thoroughly. So I encourage everybody to just relax. Study, just study a normal amount as you work for a test. Just get a general idea of things that are going to happen. And be calm in the test, and you'll be able to reason your way through things. So I think that's all. I think that's all I want to talk about today. I know this maybe probably is a little bit shorter than last week's podcast, but like I said, I want to do things before my basketball game tonight. You know, I wanted to uh, you know shorten things up. I know last week that what I stretched out to like thirty-five minutes. I think is what came up in iTunes. And uh, by the way, I think I'm working on. I am including the song in this one. I'm working on the editing. And, I'm, and I am going to work on the uh, meta tags. I think it might actually... I don't think... Does anybody, you know, and tell me this tomorrow in school the next couple weeks, does anybody really care about the title of my podcast? Or is it more important that the song that I open and close with 
to know what that is if it's a song that you don't know. Because I think iTunes automatically detects that. At least that's what it did with Tears in Heaven by Clapton, which was last week's song, in case you didn't know. I think iTunes automatically detects that and it sets the podcast episodes that. And, you know, this is by Clapton. At least that's what I've seen uh, so far. So, you know, I think we're going to go ahead and close the show this week. I have, you know, a basketball game to get to. I'm sure you'll hear about that tomorrow. I'm kind of nervous for it. The team. It was the team we beat first game of the year, a really close game. Um, and our two leading scorers this season are out. So I think, you know, I mean, some ways that'll step up. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'll be able to play a part in the offense this week and get some open looks and be, um, I know I gotta work on driving a whole more and someone to try and do. So I'm sure you'll hear about the game, uh, here this week. And, uh, again, you know, those closing looks, just relax and take it easy.